Hello, and welcome to the Legacy Makers at Work podcast. This show is for Gen Xers and millennials, all about creating a legacy at work and for life. Welcome. We are excited to share this third episode of Legacy Makers at Work with you. In the last episode, we shared a little bit about each of us. This time, we are looking forward to sharing our perspectives on what it takes to create a legacy at work, generational perspectives, and more. So let's get started. Thanks, Liz. Happy to be here with you again. So let's start continuing our conversation from the last episode. Why is this a good time during COVID-19 to imagine creating a legacy at work? And why does it matter right now? You know, Phyllis, it's such a crazy time, but it's also a time that provides opportunities to think about how and what you want to be remembered for by the people that you work with. You know, your, your every conversation is really over Zoom and your contact with the people that you work with is over Zoom. And so it's a perfect opportunity to take a moment and reflect and think about what you want your legacy at work and in life to be. You know, legacies are not created in a vacuum. It takes a community of shared perspectives, shared goals, shared values, vision, commitment, and collaboration. So rather than focusing on the outcome, we can create success through the process and realize better financial results focused on that path that we created. You know, when you think about where you are, a person in mid-career is right now, how long they've been working, how old they are, uh, what their family looks like, or you know, what their family structure is, and the direction that they might like their life to go, a legacy plan is a way to help you imagine that. It gives you some structure and the opportunity to think about what you want your life to look like in every aspect. You can create a roadmap for your life based on what you imagine, what you've accomplished, experienced, and want to create. And I think it's important, especially right now under with COVID-19, because you're, you're, there are so many things that are happening. You're constantly, your life has completely been upended. Your family life has changed a lot. And it's a perfect time to think about what you really want in your life because the process enables you to reflect on past successes and failures and see the opportunities that you have in front of you. And when you harness that knowledge, you're able to mitigate concerns or fears you may have as you chart your journey because you can, you have a better chance of visualizing them and connecting with them and, and collaborating as well with the people around you who can help you see what new opportunities and successes you can create. And it matters because it's a perfect time to do all this in this moment of transition. Well, that really does seem important to really grab some time right now. What are the rewards one can reap by pausing at this moment, reflecting on what legacy means and the impact it can have on their lives? And does it impact other aspects of life as well? So, you know, the pandemic has... As, as I mentioned before, has upended all of our lives. We've had to learn to reorder every aspect of life. Those with children have had to learn how to work from home, how to teach their children and live life as fully as they possibly can. And that is really no small feat. It's really taken a lot of energy for people to imagine what that should look like. So if you can take a moment and stop and look around you, 
to see what you what you have and what you need and what you want, that can give you perspective and solace and help guide you as you find your path at work, as well as an equilibrium within your within your pod. And that has a big impact on how you the energy that you put out with your family and your coworkers so that it's all positive. Okay. So from your point of view, what is the value that's created in the legacy? I mean, we're not talking about philanthropic legacy necessarily, although that could be part of it. What is the value you see? Legacies are directly related, from my perspective, legacies are directly related to inspiring those around you to believe in you and your efforts to find a path to success because your success means that they'll have success too. That means you have to be intentional about creating a legacy plan and keep a clear vision of what the journey might look like, allowing for diversions and distractions. And certainly COVID-19 would be a distraction and a diversion. It's also really important to share, to appreciate the shared obligations, responsibilities, and actions that will guide your overall experience and influence the legacies of you and your team as well. And when you think about how important it is to have the same vision and goals in order to imagine the journey to success. So you say everyone has a purpose in life. How do you see that? So I I often think about Pablo Picasso, uh, who stated that the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away, which I always thought was really interesting because you can interpret that in so many different ways. So throughout history, purpose is something we understand through stories. It's the same way that we process and understand so many other aspects of life. How you cook, how you cook, how you how you do anything in life is based on someone else telling you most often, maybe it's a book that you've read, but that someone else has done and experienced and that adds to your, your knowledge base. And so as long as you're alive, you can change your story and you can change how you share your knowledge because it's up to you. Everyone has something to share, lessons learned, perspectives that can help guide someone else and give them the opportunity to imagine something other than what is in front of them at that moment, which might allow them to pivot and create an even better life. So sharing your life and your life stories is part of one's purpose and legacy. And sometimes our greatest gift is the knowledge that we share with others. Mm -hmm. Definitely agree on that. So what do you consider the basis for a legacy at work? That's a good question. I think it's really important to be connected to who you are, your values, and how they are represented in you. You know, what are the values and beliefs that you choose, because we choose them, that influence how you lead, your actions, and your attitude? Sometimes we search for a long time for our personal identity, our our personal perspective, and yet that identity that we've create influences our ideas, our actions, perspectives, and so much more. Our values really guide our journeys. And legacy is about values, vision, and purpose in life. How you shared your life and made people feel is really important. That connection, they remember how that felt. And that leads to a purposeful life and financial success. And that's something I'm really passionate about, people understanding that 
the importance of knowing that you're living your legacy every single day and it's who you are and it has a direct impact on your success because it's about how you connect to the people around you and the people that you work with. So if I ask you what's your definition of a life well-lived, what would you say? I love that question. A life well-lived is created and curated. What did you build? A family, a community, a business? What did you give? Your time, your knowledge, opportunity? What did you learn, share, or teach? How did you create and share your financial success as well? And does your character shine through all those things? And will others want to emulate your example? Those kinds of questions to me are really central to helping you define what a life well-lived might look like for someone, for you, or for anyone else. I always... I love to read obituaries, um, as I think I've said before, because it's, it gives you a framework for people and how they chose to live their life. And so I always, I shouldn't say always, but often ask myself, if my life ended today, will I have done or fulfilled most of the things that were important to me? And I say most because we never know when our time is up. And I think that's a really important way to think about how you have created a life well lived. Have you done the things that you that you wanted to do? Have you learned the things? Have you shared those things? And I think that's that's really important. Well, we all learn from stories and stories shape our legacies. Storytelling is a very big thing right now. Is there a story that clarifies the importance of legacy for you? <laughs> Thanks, Phyllis. That's a perfect question. Yes. I love to tell the story of Alfred Nobel. And it's really an, a tremendous story of the power of legacy and how you can change it as long as you're as long as you're alive. So who was Alfred Nobel? What did he do for a living? Most people have no idea. And yet Alfred Nobel was one very, very lucky man because he got a do-over. Alfred Nobel was the creator of dynamite and other explosives. And about 10 years before he passed away, his younger brother Ludwig died unexpectedly. And this was a family of entrepreneurs and inventors. And the newspapers around the world all presumed that since Alfred was the oldest, it had to be him. And so his obituary was printed and it was titled, the creator of dynamite and weapons of mass destruction is dead. The long obituary, I think it was almost a full page, horrified him. He was described as a man who had made it possible to kill more people more quickly than anyone else who had ever lived. He had no children, no family, no faith, never gave or participated in his community. Essentially, according to this obituary, he had no redeeming qualities. And he was stunned by how the world saw him and realized that this was how he was going to be remembered. And he did not like the public's perception of him and decided that he had to find a way to change his story. And the way he did that, and this is where the do-over, he established the foundation that provides the awards for the work of others and cements their legacy, and at the same time reinforces his. Today, everyone is familiar with the Nobel Prizes, while relatively few people know how Alfred Nobel made his fortune. To me, it was brilliant. And it also reminds me that I've often thought about Shakespeare's Mark Anthony saying, uh, that he was wrong because actually the good we do does live after us. And Alfred Nobel is a great example of that. And, you know, so again, the, the knowledge transfer, the good we do, the knowledge we share is the most important aspect of ourselves that we leave behind. Thinking about how one's obituary is going to read can motivate one to rethink how we spend our time and live our lives every day. 
I think Alfred Nobel's story provides a great lesson on the ability to change your story and create the legacy at work and in life that you want. So if people really want to know, you know, what this is all about and how they go about it, what are the elements that are important to consider or imagine as you develop your legacy plan? So I, I guess the best way to describe it is through an example of a client. I had a client who um, didn't have a family or, uh, and not much of an extended family and really thought his legacy was going to be giving money to a variety of charities. And then as he was going through the process with me of creating and considering his legacy, he started to think and to realize that what he really wanted to do was to share all that he had learned working in his business, in the company that he had built, and he wanted to share that knowledge so that someone else could, could develop the skills and the knowledge to create their own business. And all of a sudden, while it still meant that he was going to be giving you know, sums of money to different charities, he became even more excited about making sure that he shared his business acumen. So that's how a legacy roadmap can help make sure that what you think you want is really what you do want. And that your legacy at work is really important because it's like, you know, when you think about if the more you include people, the pie gets bigger. You don't, it's not that the slices get smaller. It's that it just, the whole thing just grows. And so when you share that knowledge that you have, you might get someone to think about something new and it will change their life and the lives of the others around them. So I, I really believe that every day our values influence our decisions and they guide our actions and your beliefs influence who you hire, who you promote, your willingness to listen to those around you. That makes your values, your vision, purpose and passion crucial to your legacy. So to reiterate the building blocks of legacy are values, vision, purpose, passion, and compassion. Perfect, yes. So thanks, Liz, for elaborating on your vision of legacy. And now I'll continue with my story that I started in the last episode in episode two. Great. So shoot me the questions. All right. So Phyllis, is there an age or an amount of experience that you think is necessary before someone can really think about legacy? What needs to occur first? Well, of course, this differs for everyone, but a certain amount of maturity and challenging experience is certainly useful. That includes disappointments, lessons learned, perhaps things you considered failures, and opportunities to try on possibilities and then successes and to place intention above fear. You want to know what those feel like. So I would say uh, as far as an age, not much before 40, but the 40s is definitely a good time to begin thinking seriously about long-term vision and impact, not just a series of promotions and more money as rewards. Nice as that may be, that's really not a legacy entirely. I totally agree. So, or why do you think it's more important than ever to think in terms of work legacy by mid-career? Well, for several years, I have thought that's an appropriate time. And now the disorientation and challenges we are living through, where you talked a lot about the COVID-19 time, but we're living through as individuals, as communities, a nation, 
in the world make it more important to think in terms of meaning of work and, and purpose and impact on others. By mid-career, there are opportunities to direct your impact in ways is usually hard to do earlier. And waiting till later, you sacrifice time to plan and walk the path of intended accomplishment uh, to gather the resources you need, the connections, the clarity, and self-assurance to maximize your impact and the impact on others. It's never too late, but time is valuable. Many people are waiting for tomorrow and not being in the present. Interestingly, I, I recently participated in a discussion about legacy with a group of six women at a Zoom meeting I attend regularly. This is a combination of Gen Xers and Boomers, you know, primarily. So even though sometimes a new person attends, we have gotten to know each other enough to feel comfortable sharing personal things and often and our vulnerabilities, something that has developed, I think, for a lot of people more in this time. I would you know, agree. More confessing to those things and feeling more comfortable about it. So the topic from the moderator, which is motivated by the pandemic and changes we are experiencing, was what our thoughts are on our own legacy. And I was happy the group was eager to talk about it. That kind of brain trust reinforces for me why I think masterminds of six to eight people are so useful for focusing on intended legacy making. I hear you. I, I agree with that completely. That's, that's an exciting group. Yeah. So what do you consider your primary legacy purpose or role to be? To inspire, to teach? to support or, and, and how so? And I imagine that the conversation that you had with the Zoom meeting must've also played perfectly into this question. Yeah, didn't focus specifically on that, but it comes out as people are talking about uh, how they think of legacy at this time. I think this is a good question to contemplate. Thinking of my role, I guess I would say it's multifaceted based on how people have regarded my roles in my career so far, as well as what needs to be done to shape and implement the legacy. You know, and as a, a marketing consultant for a long time, I believe in getting feedback and, you know, if not formally surveying people to really listen to what people think of what you're doing. So the unsolicited feedback I've gotten from a lot of people, sometimes really to my surprise, is that they are continually inspired by me. And for that, I am happy, even when it's not my conscious intention. Whatever I've done over my career, I have intended teaching to be part of it in, in that transferring of my knowledge. Though I've never wanted to be a professional teacher or a professor, I don't like to be a lecturer. And I'm too entrepreneurial to be an academic anyway. My mentoring and coaching consists of advising and or supporting as appropriate to the need. And when I can, Connecting people with introductions and ideas is, is another role. I like to say I feel I'm a uniter, of, of, um, especially of people with various differences. That's excellent. That's a really important role to play. So at work, your intended legacy needs to be relevant to the organization 
you work for or with. But why is that so important? Isn't it enough just to have mastered your position or your job? I think many people are more than ever concerned about staying relevant, even people in their 20s. It's definitely true of people in the older generations. But funny thing, but when Chip Conley started the Modern Elder Academy, he was astounded by how many people who chose to attend. It's a fairly highly priced academy in a resort in Mexico. But many more people than he ever expected were in their 20s and 30s. And they talked about needing to stay relevant. You know, even... At that young age, change is happening so much, so quickly. And research has shown that skills that have brought us success and recognition in early career are not the same or sufficient for the next phases. That was true even before technology and digital skills became so important for organizations to be sustainable. Organizations need to stay relevant to their marketplaces to the growth and development of their employees. And again, that's one of the things that this pandemic and that the you know, bad recession we're in the economy uh, has really made clear to a lot of decision makers, business owners, CEOs, whatever. So a legacy maker must anticipate as much as possible, the needs of future change and lead and support it. I hear you. So where do you seek inspiration and from whom? Well, wherever it appears, I'm open to being inspired and exhilarated. So it can be happening all around me in conversations that I have with people. And that's one of the things why I say people of differences, and I mean way beyond race and ethnicity and gender, but all the various diversities and age and disabilities, but you know, um, diversity of thinking, which is so important in getting us out of our tribes. There is way, way too much divisiveness now, and it seems like it's getting worse every day. So we need to get out and be open to hearing about things we never thought we might be interested in and understanding other people and what the problems are and not just sitting there and, you know, not doing anything about it. I mean, we we can't all go and solve the problems of the world, but at least in our own little way and maybe in a bigger way, you know, depending on how you think about your legacy and your impact and how you want to be remembered. Right. That's really powerful. And yes, we are way too tribal and divided. So in your own career, how have you built and maintained momentum to keep going towards your legacy or in your career in general? I've always felt the need to put keep and keep putting one foot in front of the other, often without a sure, purposeful plan for where I was going. I mean, that's honest. I wasn't one of those people who figured out when I was 14 or before that exactly what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. And really, my career and the things I've done have been involved by my seeing patterns out there and needs uh, that that need solving and kind of grabbed my attention. So standing still is not an option. 
And my high level of curiosity means I'm taking in new ideas every day. And I gripe that I develop too many of my own ideas. I'm always slapping my hand and stop, stop too many ideas. But there are, there are downsides to, to that. My FOMO or you know, fear of missing out also keeps me going. At times that results in a lack of focus, that I have to keep bringing myself back to trying to stick to priorities. Yeah, I, I do the same thing oftentimes. So I completely agree and understand. So what tip or takeaway do you want to leave the audience with? What call to action? Okay, I think this is really important. So I, I've given this some thought here. I hope we can inspire our listeners, regardless of how much they have on their plates, most of us are very busy, even if you're not doing your regular work. But regardless of the uncertainty and confusion brought on by pandemic conditions and conflation of work and life, that this is, I want them to feel that this is their time to start getting serious about developing a purposeful work legacy that brings them both personal fulfillment, that's very important, and also a lasting benefit to the organizations they work with and for. So it's dual purpose, a dual impact and fulfillment. These times are calling for that in a powerful way. So I, I hope you will ask yourself, what is my purpose? How does it align with your core values? And be specific in what those values are specifically, too. What impact are you building toward? You can empower yourself to carve out that time with the support of others similarly inclined. So you can be an aspiring and inspiring legacy maker. So in future episodes, we're going to be asking some very intriguing people about how they view their legacy at work and how they came to define it. So we should be hearing some very interesting stories, and I'm excited to hear them. So keep tuning in. Send us your comments and questions to LegacyMakersAtWork.com. Keep the conversation going and spread the word with reviews and social media. That would be much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Till next time.